0: hello i'm a big gap and this is gateworld.net your complete guide to stargate exclamation mark
1: for gateworld.net i'm darren sumner i'm here with miss claudia black hello thanks for being here thank you for having me you are now a full-time cast member on SG-1. I know, isn't that weird? Tell us about <laughs> the path that, that led you here.
0: I was on set the other day and was working with some guest actors, and I was thinking, oh, I so relate to them, and then I realized, actually, no, I'm one of the core cast now, and I have a different set of responsibilities. <laughs> I'm supposed to be showing them where the restrooms are. I have no clue what I'm doing still. Um, I, no, 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 no. Noisy people outside! Don't they know what I'm doing in here? <laughs> um, do you want to shut the door? I know we're going to it's have nice limited help oxygen help. supply, but <laughs> well,
1: there's a window. <laughs>
0: okay. It's glassed in. But
1: just fan yourself. Yeah. The door open. <laughs> yeah. If anyone gets
0: hot, I'm well, gonna... there's AC. I'm presuming it works. <laughs> um, it was just one of those weird, serendipitous little journeys. You know, Vala was a really fun read in Prometheus Unbound thanks to Damian Kindler and Rob Cooper and and obviously Andy Makita and Michael. It just all fell into place so beautifully and the producers had said to me from the beginning, as I'm sure I've said to you guys before, this is a happy show, you don't have something mm-hmm. like this running for nine years unless everyone really gets on and knows what they're doing and is comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were right and it's I, I turned up and I, I had a better experience than I could have possibly anticipated And it obviously translated onto screen that Michael and I had a really great time and Andy Mm -hmm. knew exactly how to deal with me. He just kind of gave me enough rope to try things and and we just had very similar sensibilities. And um, I've just found out only just this second that Andy McKenna and I have the same star sign, so now it all makes sense. (laughs) Um, But then I think they're just a, an opportunity presented itself. Amanda Tapping had personal reasons to be away from work at the beginning of last season, and, and so they asked me to come in and keep her seat warm. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, and Vala in no way is a replacement of any other character. She's just a new, weird element that is as entertaining as she is irritating. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but that's, that's what makes her so great, I think. Okay you know and she's got a bit of a journey to go because she's it'll be interesting to watch and and see how much texture there really is to her and and see if she can reach her better potential rather than her mm-hmm. potential for no good
1: after the success of your season 9 stint and the warm reception of your character by fans was it was it warm i heard rumors
0: yeah. i heard Don't some pay rumors.
1: Attention to rumors was it a foregone conclusion that that you would be
0: offered a, a permanent seat Um, Rob was very um, honest with me from the very beginning. He expressed what his desire was and his intentions were. He said, you know, I would love ultimately to have you back. I don't know in what exact capacity, but this character has brought something very interesting to the show and Mm -hmm. uh, we'd like to, you know, workshop some possibilities. So they didn't know if SG1 would continue in it as an entity and so they said you know if we did a some sort of spin off would you be interested in working with some of the existing cast if they were interested in coming back mm. um so so I, I i knew he wasn't just uh you know blowing blowing smoke he was he was wanting to make sure that i wasn't you know scattering off somewhere to work on something else and wanted me to understand that he really did want to employ me again um and you know, luckily, Sci-Fi Channel. Because with my previous experience, some <laughs> things just don't get renewed. <laughs> you can't count on it. Um, they were they were renewed for not only, you know, see, well, they've been renewed for season ten. So that made it possible for them. They wanted to bring me back again, potentially permanently in season nine. But um, I had my own personal reasons for not being able to join. Mm-hmm. The show, uh, permanently, and now we've, we've relocated to, to do this for the season. And it's, it's, uh, it was nice to give it a trial run, to experience Vancouver and, uh-huh. and the show on a more permanent basis and, and see if I could still find my smile with the insane hours I was mm-hmm. doing last year. And I rang the producers the other day and thanked them for everything they're doing to help us acclimatise, or as you guys say, acclimate, I think. Because <laughs> um, they really are a very soft... Soft place to land. So,
1: um, yeah. Wonderful. Let's talk a little bit about Vala in season 10. Uh Uh, She's in a new situation following her experience being trapped in the Ori Galaxy for so many months. Now, in the beginning of the season, the birth of her child certainly I would think would add a very serious quality to the character. Tell us a little bit about playing. Uh, more serious Vala versus keeping her the
0: funny, snarky character that we've come to love. I think what's been established about Vala is the fact that she's she she's not good about talking about trauma. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, she's kind of she's in denial. Yeah, she's, she she mm. tends to sublimate things. Um, it's a coping mechanism, and I think that's what, at the same time, makes her entertaining, irritating, but also very vulnerable. You know, I think it, you start to see the crack, the chinks in her in her armor when. Daniel will try and bring something up with her and and, and she'll make a joke. And I think that um, every time someone, you know, they peel off a layer, they peel off a layer and someone gets a little bit closer to revealing a vulnerability of hers, she'll, she'll have to end it with a joke. And I think that will just be, become an accepted aspect of her personality. Huh. Um, they'll either tolerate it or they'll, you know... I I think they've realized they can't change her, and if she's useful, then that's, then maybe she'll have a a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, she'll be able to stay a little bit longer at Stargate Command, but uh, until she can prove herself, and that's really her journey, I think, at the beginning of season 10, certainly, is to prove that she is willing, able, qualified in some ways, and interestingly enough, able to do things that they can't in in a military environment, they're not able to do. She's a renegade who can do all sorts of things on their behalf. And since the Ori are such a dangerous um, enemy who who don't play by the rules, they, they're probably going to mm-hmm. need someone on their side who can infiltrate in ways they can't. Interesting. Mm.
1: That's a big looming question right now, is with mm. the sort of, of rogue character that Vala is, mm. how are the writers
0: going to get her onto SG-1? Um, I think she it's it's part of what makes her interesting and and continuously vulnerable is the fact that she doesn't it's never belonged anywhere and if if she is going to be at Stargate command it's going to be on a short rope um so i you know i think they haven't established nine seasons of a show that are the most successful navy you know air force um Uh, covert operation (laughs) to employ someone that they think is going to, you know, compromise them Mm -hmm. extensively. So uh, they definitely are going to keep her on a short rope. Mm
1: -hmm. The producers have already indicated that Vala's daughter, Adria, Adria will be a driving force in season 10. Uh, How would you describe Vala's relationship with this
0: very unusual offspring? Um. Vala has a lot of things happen to her in a very short space of time, and she is chameleon-like. It's the the very way she's able to to survive. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, as you say, I mean, you, you did say earlier, there is a there is a more serious side to her, or inexorably, it is going to she will become more serious because of the things that have been happening to her. Um, She's, she's actually, in a strange way, quite level-headed. So even though she, she may develop an emotional attachment to certain people, I think she sees that there are there are priorities. Um, hers may be different to other people's at any given time, but, she, but she's, she's quite honest about them. I mean, she's always been mm-hmm. um, out for her own gain. And we, we do start to see a slight change in her. She's wanting to, to risk her life for other reasons other than her own personal gain. Mm-hmm um and I think I what I thought was really interesting last year was her relationship with her husband because she Mm -hmm. really genuinely likes him and she makes several efforts to save him Um, and he's he's almost beyond saving he's he's pretty much been indoctrinated and mm. and it's a really interesting their dynamic is really interesting because he clearly loves her and she whether she loves him or not I don't know but she's she certainly genuinely cares for him and it's nice to see that side of her I think come out so when the you know with with Adria um, I think Vala instantly I think that sort of experience has to change you forever mm. she's uh, she's not allowed much contact with her so it's um creates interesting conflict. I'll be interested to see where that goes and where that rela- how that relationship develops. And I think it's a very cool way, plot-wise, for them to involve Vala in the storylines because she's spawned <laughs> something <laughs> quintessentially <laughs> evil <laughs> that's going to come and bite Earth's butt, so. What
1: about Tommen's involvement?
0: Tommen, um, that's yet to be revealed, actually. Um, we We will see him again, we do see him again in season ten. Um,
1: I think it's interesting who is he going to love ultimately more Fala or his gods? you know you can see that struggle, yeah when you're on the aura, yeah, and he decides okay i'm going to go and get her off that, yeah, despite what the administrator does yeah
0: and and I think that. You know, we've, we've done a couple of scenes and the dynamic's really interesting because they function like a normal couple. And yet with all of Vala's, you know, her history, all of her, you know, everything we as an audience know about Vala that Toman doesn't, that's a pretty weird thing to see, to see that, I don't know if that means she's really manipulative and is capable of sustaining a very false, you know, very false pretense as a relationship that seems to, to function normally. But I think the truth is that she she genuinely cares for him and mm-hmm. I think we've seen her a number mm-hmm. of times try to try to save him as she does again in season 10. So it, what would be interesting as well is to see how Toman feels about Adria. Hmm. Oh.
1: Wouldn't that be? Yeah. Do, I, mm, <laughs> yeah. do I discipline you or do I audit yeah. you?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's some excellent conflicts, you know, ahead. Wow. Huh. This <laughs> goes back to something that you just said,
1: but what do you think that Vala would be doing right now if she hadn't been pulled into all of this? It's interesting, in Season 9, she initiates the treasure hunt, mm-hmm. but then she's stuck with the team, and then she's stuck in the aura galaxy against her will. Yeah. If, if she hadn't gotten herself involved in this, would she still be a thief and a con artist at heart?
0: Oh, big time. I mean, when you think about what she was on her way to doing, if what she was saying was true, which it probably was, 99% of it was. <laughs> uh, she had the Naquita. She was trading it. Um, we also get a little glimpse into the way she lived in, in um, oh, what's the name of the episode? Where she has to trade back and back and back to get it's with Wallace up. Shawn ties it mm-hmm. Uh We get a little glimpse of the sort of people that she <laughs> she deals with, the circle she moves in. Very dodgy, by the way. They cut out a scene where she explains that she didn't sleep with that poor guy. She didn't manipulate him that badly. She just got him drunk and made him think that they'd with had poor an affair. Wallace Shawn. Yeah, Wallace Shawn's <laughs> character. <laughs> That makes her a total so. scumbucket, but they, <laughs> they cut out the scene. And, and Rob and I, Coop and I were having a conversation about it, and I said, how do you feel about this scene and the ties at Byron? He said, yeah, I, I just don't think she's that much of a, of a, pardon my French, a slut. And I said, neither do I, to be honest. I think that's an absolute last resort, and I don't think she's probably ever had to go there. And I don't like the idea that she is, a, is that sexually manipulative mm-hmm. because that's not a likable character. Mm. Um, and while I'm not striving to play someone who's, you know, entirely likeable. It's great to play someone who's flawed, but everyone has to have redeeming qualities, and I think that's kind of the lowest of the low, really.
1: You, take the, you disconnect the audience from her. I think so. There are certain boundaries that you shouldn't cross.
0: I agree. And, and Coop and I were on the same page about that. So there was this scene where she says, oh, please. I let him, I got him very drunk and I let him believe what he wanted to believe. He woke up thinking that something had happened and, you know, and that scene snipped out. So... Well, now we know. But maybe on the DVD extras. Who knows? Parts of Vala, they're a little bit nicer than we thought. <laughs> um, and that's, a, that's an interesting fine line as well, playing someone that shouldn't be, you know, you don't have to be lovable, but there has to be something about you that's... Mm-hmm. Worth saving.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Becoming a regular part of the cast and a regular member of SG One always brings up all the questions of, of the relationships between the cast. Obviously, Vala and Daniel mm-hmm. were, were, two peas in a pod in season nine. Tell <laughs> us uh, in season ten, Vala's relationship. No, thanks with... for the
0: bracelets. Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> oh. Tell us about Vala's relationships with Sam Carter, with Teal'c, with Colonel Mitchell.
0: Oh, there's so much. A lot of the time what I see is potential and because they have to serve so many different characters and Mm -hmm. a story, an overall arc, a lot of those opportunities will, you know, they may be in an episode when the script is delivered but not in the ultimate edit because of timing. Um, For instance, there's a scene that I've um, done with Amanda, with Bala and Carter, it's the the show opener in, um, the scene opener in... um, I never know the titles of the episodes. i am so used to years oh, yeah. of Farscape of not knowing what the titles were cuz they were untitled <laughs> until otherwise notified. I think about the here, um, it's not Pegasus uh, it's either Pegasus project um, or Morpheus. I think it's Morpheus. Oh from this season. Yeah, from this season. Okay. A scene with Sam mm-hmm. and it I think it's it, it will it's hanging that's in the balance at the moment. It, it that's may the way not it end will up. Make the cut. Yeah. So there's and this will happen all the time. All the character, you know, all the scenes that show development in character, are expendable if they don't move the story forward. Unfortunately, they they also go to God. Mm-hmm. So um, they've certainly put those opportunities in, and and whether at the end of the day, as it as it pans out in the edit, whether they stay or not is another matter. That's a shame. Um, yeah, I mean, they're the they're the scenes I love the most, you know, but unfortunately we have a story to tell and and that must be driven forward and and the rate at which these things have to be written in order to be shot in time and delivered, it's hard to to weave too many layers and textures in. Um, Mm. Ultimately, if they had the time, I'm sure they'd write scenes where there's a lot of character development but they're, they're entirely driving the plot forward simultaneously. That's really tough to do. Especially since things change while you're filming, it can sort of pull a thread on something that's a subsequent episode, and things have to change. So, but there's, I mean, there's great opportunities for Vala and Tilk. There's stuff coming up in the next episode, Uninvited, um, out on location. And Christopher said, "Oh, there's great opportunities for humor." I said, "Well, let's just hope the cameras are rolling on it." So <laughs> <laughs> I know we'll be having a good time, whether it gets caught on screen or not. It was mm-hmm. some
1: great. There was some great interaction between she and between Vala and Tilk and Beachhead. That were you could tell that Teal'c has a great deal of respect for her in terms of her being able to restrain herself <laughs> now that she is becoming full more fleshed out.
0: Well she's also done something incredible for them. No you know, what no, she's like the boy who cried wolf. I mean she she tries to tell them in Beachhead, and, and, and no one will listen, and, but she, she hasn't established herself as a voice of reason anyway, so she just makes a decision to go off and do what she thinks needs to be done and totally risks her life for it. Um, and, and I think, that, and she's similar to Tilk, they do have something in common, and Daniel actually touches upon this with Landry in season 10, where he reminds them of Tilk's heritage. He wasn't, he's a, you know, he's an alien. She's essentially done a couple of things that demand their respect. Mm-hmm. And thanks. How much that gratitude extends and translates into what they do, what they're willing to do for her, um, is another matter. But I think you see in season, the beginning of season ten certainly that Vala really, she genuinely wants to be part of the team.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Wonderful. So she's she's doing her best to behave.
1: You have any final words for Vala fans and for Claudia fans looking forward to oh, July?
0: I'm i would I would never expect anyone to be a fan of anything i 've done, and the fact that people have crossed over and, and started tuning into stargate is is fantastic and i'm I really appreciate the fact that um from, from what i 've heard from people that they they recognize how different the characters are and i 'm mm. glad i 'm able to to do something different for them and uh and as always try not to insult their intelligence um, when I'm never thinking of the lowest common denominator when I do my work, so whoever's appreciating it, I, you know, I, I'm very grateful that they're, they're entertained by it.
1: Claudia, thanks so much for your time.
0: Thank you, guys. Hi, comma, I'm Claudia Black, comma, and this is GateWorld.net, dash dash, your complete guide to Stargate, exclamation mark. <laughs> Vala has taken over. <laughs> Wormhole disengaged.